0: Welcome back to Podcast 51. I'm Tom DeLore. I'm Amir Bankson. And this podcast, we'd like to talk about, you know, weird stuff in the world, uh, crazy conspiracy theories, that kind of thing. But, like, we'd like to warn everybody every single time on this show is that just because we're talking about something doesn't mean we want to um, offer any validity uh, or anything like that. We're just talking about it because we think it's interesting. We don't necessarily believe it. It's just, like, fun stuff to talk about. And so, I think last week, I need to own up to something. I oh. last week is I said this week will be the moon landing. But I had you a guest. always lie. I, first of all, I had a guest lined up. This is 100% true. And maybe they'll be on the episode eventually. I'm not sure. I, I won't call. Any, I won't call any names, though. But it's I had allegedly. a guest lined up for somebody that I mentioned that said believed did not believe in the moon landing. Um, and I was going to have them on. And then they messaged me on Tuesday and were like, I, I got a bell on the podcast. And I was like. Why? Why? What's going on? And they're like, not enough evidence. Like, they are afraid I was going to just, like, grill them. <laughs> and I was like, I would have, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, if you—I asked them if they believed it still, and they were like, kind of. So I was like, that's what I want to hear, though. Whether—I I want you to be on and talk about your lack of belief. So we'll see if that happens eventually. We'll do the moon landing eventually. I also got swept up in schoolwork and stuff, so—and I think that's such a big and popular conspiracy theory that it really needs to be lent— you know, my full attention. Uh, so that'll, that'll come. I'm not sure when, maybe next week. Um, I'll, I'll have more time. But this week, we're talking about something called red mercury. And so I want to paint a picture for you. All right. It's the 1980s. The Cold War is alive and well. and People are talking about red mercury. No one ever said what it was, though, but its lethality was well-known and immense. It's a key factor in the construction of nuclear bombs. Mm. Or maybe it was boosted fission weapons. Soon red mercury became all the rage and people wanted to buy it. But what exactly it was seemed to vary from seller to seller. As a 1992 New Scientist article reported, it was red because it came from the communist nation that is the Soviet Union, or was the Soviet Union. But wait, didn't it actually have a red color?
1: I like this inquisitive voice you're using. Maybe
0: (laughs) Maybe that's part of its nature. To mysteriously... And unexpectedly transform. This is because red mercury. Oh, see- that was a rewind. What was that? <laughs> this is because red mercury isn't real.
1: <gasps> I would have never thought. That it's, that a hypo- it's a hype. It's a. Your
0: inquisitive voice was leading to that conclusion. It's a hypothetical substance which is suspected to actually be merc- uh, mercuric iodide, and this is a poisonous, odorless, tasteless, water insoluble, bright red powder. Its hypothetical nature did not stop it from being bought and sold, though, and prices per kilogram, per kilogram hit numbers as high as $1.8 million for this fictional substance. The 1992 New Scientist article continued, showing that in the hands of each individual, red mercury can do anything, quote, anything the third world demagogue wants, wants it to. It could be the key what to making that? atomic bombs. Wait, what is that
1: word you said again?
0: Third world demagogue.
1: What is demi de- like? Demagogue or you know demagogue? Demi-
0: demagogue is like a someone that's very influential in speaking. Oh, okay. And like usually, right. usually demagogue is used negatively. Yeah. Um. So it can be anything uh, the third world demagogue wants it to be. Um, it could be the key to making atomic bombs, uh, to Soviet ballistic missile guidance systems. Um, alternatives to anti-radar paint. And hypothetically, it did all of that.
1: Is demagogue like the man? Like it's a, it's like another way of saying the man? Because you said third wor- world demagogue. So is that saying like the person who's really pulling the strings?
0: Yeah, I'm going to look it up right now. I'll look up the exact definition. All right,
1: God. all right. Well, folks, I'll tell you about my day while Tom's Googling. So this morning I woke up, went to class. Class was pretty cool. Okay, so I-
0: demagogue. Is that okay if i cut you off yeah it's fine uh demagogue is a political is a political leader who speaks support by appealing to popular desires and prejudices rather than by using rational argument
1: okay all right i get that
0: uh okay so continuing uh and just to recap it can be anything in the world in the hands of a third world demagogue um This wasn't some dirty secret or piece of tabloid journalism, though. This was covered in prominent newspapers around the world and even had a couple of documentaries made about it in Great Britain. A lot of the time, or excuse me, a lot of the people at the time really bought into it, though, including very notable physicists, such as the likes of Samuel Cohen, who is an American physicist who contributed to building the atomic bomb. Cohen talked about red mercury in his autobiography and talked about its manufacturing, comparing it. Uh, comparing the product of that to a mini-neutron bomb. He also said, I don't want to sound melodramatic, but red mercury is real and it is terrifying. I think it is part of a terrorist weapon that potentially spells the end of organized society. Frank Barnaby, a nuclear physicist who worked for the Atomic Weapons Establishment at Aldermaston in the 1950s, uh, said of the Soviet Union, there's no doubt that they made a large amount of that stuff. I've talked to chemists who have analyzed it in East Germany, but what they did with it is a mystery.
1: All right, so quick question. So the first guy who said that it was, that red mercury could be, like, the way to end, like, a... Organized society. Organized society. It was yes. the same person that worked on the he nuclear wor- bomb. Yeah. Like, the same bomb that, you know, we dropped on yep. Japan. Yep. That a little bit almost could have ruined organized society there. Yeah.
0: So he's saying this red mercury stuff is... Um potentially as devastating or more devastating than that?
1: Um, If you know, let's go back to the 80s, right? Okay. It's the 80s. Um I'm going to say less devastating, but I'll explain why later on. Okay. Because yeah, why connects to the second guy who said something.
0: Frank Barnaby.
1: Who was from... Uh, he's from I don't the, know. Where, he was oh, he was talking about the Soviet Union. Yeah, and he's yeah. from the
0: atomic weapons establishment. Yeah, um, at Aldermaston. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. All right. Do you want me to connect the two now? Go for it. All right. So, um, so wait, it's twenty eighteen, right?
0: This year, when we're yeah. recording this, is yes. twenty eighteen. Um, the Soviet Union has been gone for uh, about th- um. I think it was nineteen ninety two. So so the, about twenty six years. So if they
1: had this like really cool thing called like red mercury that could do all this damage, mm-hmm. why aren't we like why do we why isn't America called like the United States of Russia or something like that? What do you mean? Like if they have like something that gets more devastating than like a nuclear bomb, why wouldn't they have used it before they pieced out?
0: Uh, you mean on us? On anyone? Well, that's the thing is like they did have nuclear weapons, but it's, yeah, no, it, they had nuclear. It's weapons. It's the whole mutually assured destruction. Why they want to eliminate organized society? But I'm
1: saying if they got something like that's better, like couldn't that be more of a, like just to let someone know I have this, you know? Like when, just like Japan was like, "Ooh, we got you," because and then America was like, "But do you though?"
0: Because it's not real.
1: Oh. Your inquisitive voice? Oh no, let me hold on. No, tell me. Hold on, no, already, hold on. Hold on. I already I already hold on. Give me a real. second. Let me tell me more, Tom.
0: It's not real. And that's the thing, is that it's literally not real, but a lot of people believed it's real. Mm. A lot of people still believe it's real, which I'll go into in a second. Um did you have something you wanted to say before I continued?
1: No, I'm really interested.
0: Some believe that it was created, red mercury, uh, by an intelligence agency to catch those seeking to obtain or deal in nuclear materials. And so this idea persisted out of the 80s and then out of the 90s and then even into the 2000s. And in 2004, several men in Britain were arrested for conspiracy to purchase a kilogram of red mercury. The International Atomic Energy Agency was forced to come out and say that red mercury is, quote, a bunch of malarkey. Just- the case still went to trial in two thousand six, and the men were tried for trying uh, to set up a, me, trying to set up funding or property for terrorism, and having an article for terrorism. All three men were acquitted, though, in July 2006 because red mercury isn't a real thing.
1: What if it's just like, what if they bought it and it was just like red pop rocks?
0: That's the thing is that they said that a lot of people would buy different cool. materials and color it bright red and be like, this is what it is. And yeah. it was selling, like I said, that sold for at one point as high as $1.8 million, but it was regularly being sold for about 200000 300000 300, And there's no way to prove that it's not.
1: Yeah, because it's the 80s. Yeah. No one, it's not like you can Google it or anything. What are you going to
0: be like, this guy sold me some false stuff for an atomic bomb that I was trying to make. It's like, you can't do that.
1: Yeah, you kind of can't.
0: Uh, so, but, and that's the thing, though. It wasn't like governments necessarily trying to buy it. Governments were making it, and it was being sold like black market. But
1: that's malarkey, as the the government <laughs> said. Yeah.
0: It's hypothetically being made. What um, that's what they want man. you to believe in a in a theory. Imagine
1: seeing that on a newspaper. It's malarkey.
0: That's the thing, though. That's God. still them saying that them being acquitted that still didn't put an end to the myth, because in two thousand nine there were reports that wait cert- hold on
1: side note they got acquitted, yes they did it clearly was gonna all right we gotta we gotta get some we gotta get they it were together. acquitted
0: but it's like because red mercury isn't real I assume but still but it's like, like they still had an intent yeah even like though they should they be on failed. a list or something or maybe they are
1: in like or not Cuba but Guatemala somewhere,
0: wait. <laughs> Guatemala I mean uh, that, it's Cuba and it's, it's Gu- Guantanamo yeah Guantanamo um, but this is Britain I don't know um, I didn't look into the case a whole lot I just know that they I was like how but it's also like you can't like throw someone in jail for like buying some red sand
1: I mean but you kind of can if it's like they're buying a nice hand, for a reason
0: like it's like if you're which is why it was created though that's what it the said reason is to, that to, like, people believed it was created by an intelligence agency to catch people trying to like do some shady which should stuff which be
1: pretty cool I mean, kind of won't know. because it's like a minority report, but you don't want to do that.
0: Yeah. Um, maybe there was other stuff that played a role in it, um, them being acquitted. Well, like I guess this maybe didn't they put... Were cute. <laughs> maybe cute. <laughs> maybe. Okay. <laughs> they still... That still didn't put an end to the myth because in 2009, there were reports that certain sewing machines in Saudi Arabia contained red mercury, which caused their prices to skyrocket. Um, and here, the nature of red mercury saw a new development. And now it was able to summon Jin, extract gold, locate buried treasure, and otherwise perform magic.
1: All right, so. All right, so three of those don't sound like the others, so let's run through that one more time.
0: What it's able to do now? Yeah. Summon Jin. I don't wait. Jin. We talked about Jin. Those are like the um, kind of like demons. Okay, so and, four um, of those things don't sound like the other. Summon Jin, extract gold. What like alchemy stuff? Wait,
1: okay, so f- five of those things don't, like, all right, so is it saying that it could just
0: pull gold out of something? Yep. Locate buried treasure. I don't know how it would help with that. <laughs> and otherwise perform magic. So do you just
1: pour it down in, like, a water and it'll lead you there? And the magic part, Where's the magic come in?
0: No clue. God, what is, okay. But people were freaking out. People were getting robbed of their sewing machines. People were... It was, it was pretty crazy.
1: Well, imagine getting robbed for a sewing machine. Like, what is this, the 30s? Well, we, need to,
0: some, we, we need to go. Somebody needs to go over there. Hold on. You think that's bad. I want to continue with my last piece of information. So I'm not sure what year this was, but in Africa, there were reports that red mercury could be found in certain types of artillery or explosives, and people began to dismantle unexploded items, oh. which in one case led to an explosion that killed five people.
1: I was going to say that was a positive because they were dismantling guns, but then they went and left.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it's like red mercury is literally whatever people want it to be so that they can capitalize on it, so whether it's to influence people or make a lot of money.
1: So it's imagination, basically.
0: It's ne- not a real substance, even.
1: Imagination. Yeah. It's it's intangible. Exactly. What is it like? Why do people want to believe that? Let's. I'm not saying that there isn't, but that there is something that, you could cause that much damage with, and at the same time, it'd be so easy to get a hold of.
0: Well, I don't know that necessarily that it was honestly, this whole thing kind of feels like it should be in a James Bond movie. I mean, three
1: hundred thousand is pretty easy to get a hold like like if you're you could pull that together, I feel like, yeah, but like I feel like why would something that big be easy to get a hold of? I'm like don't get me wrong, there might technically. Like you can't say like you can never say never like there isn't like there's already isn't something that's been made that can do some pretty lit stuff well not lit but like you know do the things that the aether can do in like Thor but like, <laughs> like Thor Dark we, World yeah like so how do we that's know? the best
0: Thor movie everybody knows it that's not true <sighs> yeah, Ragnarok is exactly. the best <laughs>
1: yeah that's yeah so like the like I don't know what people it's like they like the fear but then they also like to have. To know that they have something over someone. Well, it's like
0: the 80s was already a really weird time. Yeah. Because you have the Cold War, and you already have um, people before that, like their whole Red Scare thing. People were manipulating other people um, during like all the blacklisting and that kind of thing. And so they're, it's a very fear-driven society. You introduce something called the Red Mercury, which people don't know if it's actually red or if it's red because it's communist.
1: Oh. And so you
0: have like all these ways that you can play into that fear even more. Uh, not so much in America, I don't think, but in other countries.
1: Definitely in America too.
0: But in other countries, we more like
1: freaked out over the Red Scare. It's literally
0: that's the thing, though. Not a lot of these stories about red mercury were in America. The closest was like Great Britain. Yeah. Um, and it's like a lot of people that are close are afraid that like. Well, the Soviet closer Union to is scary. Yeah.
1: I mean, the Soviet Union at the time. How the Cold War was a long time. Yeah. Like, it was really Basically, long. like,
0: end of World War II yeah. until 1992. And yep. you could argue maybe today still, but it's...
1: Well, let's... I don't know. Not 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 in the same sense. Yeah, not in the same sense, you know. People like being scared of stuff, you
0: know? I think it's like that. It's just people are, are easy to scare. Yeah, that's And when too. you already have, like, had...
1: Well it's like we already had villain. like
0: forty years or so of people being of our government being like or your government in general um if you live in like a democratic nation being like communism is terrible, it's bad it'll ruin the world, and someone's like, red Mercury, the communists have it, and they're gonna use it to kill all of us, yeah, it's like people are like, okay, yeah, it's I'm like, scared now,
1: and like like you said, every country needs a villain, you know, yeah, so. That was ours for a long back then. Red Mercury. Well, just anything with red. I guarantee people weren't even wearing the color red in the <laughs> 70s, '60s and '70s, so unless you were like, "I'm yeah. counterculture, go communism, or something." I don't know. Life
0: was really hard for Red Foreman. You
1: yeah. <laughs> no, So, okay, let's let's talk about something, folks. We're gonna bring something that we usually would discuss behind the tables, but on the tables. So What's that? me and Tom have gone to a point where we're thinking about. I'm thinking about just leaving, <laughs> and, and, and let me explain why, folks. If, if Tom keeps throwing out these terrible puns like this, I'm just gonna walk out one of these days, and I'm trying not to. But he he's just gotta get better with
0: it. But let's well, you just said 60s and 70s, and I was like, oh, you open the door for me.
1: Let's just all right back to Red Mercury yeah I just think the whole idea I can't stand you, but its just, gonna, <laughs> just say that the pro- like red mercury a lot of people just probably wouldn't like it's it was the perfect time for it to come out like mm-hmm. it was like almost like a perfect storm the eighties cold war the color red yeah red equals Russia, soviet mm-hmm. Union communism
0: uh it's interesting the contradictory uh contradicting like um yeah. Sources because some people said it was in the Soviet Union that the people actually like the KGB um, and the GRU, I think, or GR, I don't remember which one, whatever one came after the KGB, um, that they actually were the ones that developed the hypothetical Red Mercury to catch people. Yeah. Which then the name kind of is irrelevant. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of like, where did it even start from? It's just like, Happened one time, yeah. and then people were like, "I believe that." And the crazy thing in me is that physicists, people that worked on literally the atomic bomb, mm-hmm. are like, "That's real." Yeah, like how based on what? Based- they have it's literally been addressed as not existing, and there's people that are like notable physicists that are like, "Yep, it's a real thing, well, and it's going to end the world." Well, if
1: one guy said something, and then like Jim overheard it, he's going to be like, you know, "Oh, it is real." Like these these Russian if folks would know Mm -hmm. but yeah so it's like i don't know it just it's the same thing how like most things like get around in the world like who do you think came up with like how did how do all of us know to say like slang terms from like and especially back then like like how did that get around so it's like all it takes is one person to tell one person something it's like an endless game of telephone but like it just gets worse and worse like Mm -hmm. Like, the next guy would have been like, oh, run Mercury could, you know, like, clean your car for you or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. And, like, I just think people are weird. And they, like, believe in a lot of things. Especially Mm -hmm. back then, it was the perfect storm. There was nothing to, nobody to come out and say, hey, this is stupid. It was just, like, the perfect storm. It's
0: like people were saying it, and there's this... we're like, no, it's real.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like how... It's almost r- like how much did like the government
0: want it to be, like, believed so that way they could manipulate people even more.
1: It's like the Roswell thing, almost.
0: <laughs> it, it is like the Roswell thing. Yeah. There's, like, no basis for it at all, but somehow everybody is knows about yeah, it. Yeah, everybody just and knows has their knows own
1: about it. take. Yeah, like, that would be the worst-kept secret ever. Like, Red Mercury is the worst-kept secret because it would be like, well, everybody knows that it's a thing, but they're not supposed to. Inquisitive
0: voice. Did you like my inquisitive voice at the beginning? Um, no,
1: but it's fine. <laughs> Dude, it's fine.
0: I wanted to set it up so I'd have like an intro. Like, yeah, let me set the scene, let me set the mood.
1: Yeah, I get, what I get what you're saying. Yeah.
0: You don't like this voice? I don't. Is this the voice that I was using?
1: No, God. it even worse when you do the using for some reason.
0: There's something on like, the wing. You sound like a some Jim Carrey movie. Thing. That's funny. People liken me a lot to Jim Carrey. And I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or not.
1: It's not a compliment. (laughs) I'm just saying, dude. Jim Jim Carrey's not at his brightest moment right now. But this ain't a tea podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is a podcast. Oh, it's like a tea podcast? Oh, like spilling tea. Got it. (laughs)
1: Ooh, this is some tea on a side note. Red Mercury's not even real, (laughs) y'all. I'm just saying. It's not.
0: All right. Do you want to do a short episode? Oh, yeah. I think that's good.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, folks, you know, you can listen to this on...
0: <laughs> no, keep going.
1: You can listen to this on, you know, all your sites you listen to <laughs> stuff on, like SoundCloud. What's the link? Uh, Apple Music. Nope. Not Apple Music. <laughs> iTunes. What's the link? Um, Spot- not Spotify. No, yet. we're on Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> um, SoundCloud. I said SoundCloud twice. There's one more. Anchor? I don't know. Question <laughs> Anchor is it? Not anchor. Not anchor. Don't listen to. Don't listen to anchor. Get off. Of There's anchor. one
0: that you're really forgetting. Uh, uh. Oh, see Life live. There you website
1: go. <laughs> at, uh, Podcast
0: fifty one. Okay, let me give the links so. okay. So you can listen on SoundCloud, like Amir said twice, uh soundcloud.com slash CM hyphen life, iTunes under the profile Central Michigan Life Podcast. You can listen on Spotify under Central Michigan Life Podcast as well. You can listen on the Central Michigan Life website, which is cm lifecom slash multimedia slash audio. You can also find all the links on our Twitter, which is at the podcast fifty one. We put out the links to the episode, we tweet stuff that's relevant. Um, last week for Jim Morrison, I'm mean, here. Put out um, a playlist of Jim Morrison thong- uh, thongs. Wow,
1: it that was thong. just his greatest hits uh, <laughs> <laughs> album. No, he thong. did the thong song, didn't he? He did not.
0: <laughs> yeah, his greatest. He, he put out some songs you felt would be relevant to listen to yeah. um, after that uh, episode. And yeah, go listen to all of um, all of the podcast fifty one stuff. Go listen to all the other uh, Central Michigan Life uh, podcasts. What are you doing? I'm
1: trying to count. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking about something.
0: But yeah, so that, again, I this recap that is at the podcast fifty one. We have uh, this is the worst ending ever. It is the worst ending <laughs> ever.
1: But you know how it is, folks. You at that end of the week thing. It's Easter coming up. You're trying to get out with your homies. Listen to Summertime by Will Smith.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna ignore on that and just continue with the plug. That's again Twitter at the podcast fifty one, and then also our Instagram, which is at podcast fifty one. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. You uh, want to talk and drag this ending out any longer?
1: Uh, no, I got, I remembered my three things I usually say. Okay, that's you're counting? Yeah. All uh, right,
0: hold on, hold on a second. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Tom.
1: And I'm Amir. I'm Amir. And like, as I say, (laughs) as I say every week, stay spooky, stay curious, and stay awesome. Uh, we love you. Have a nice Easter. And, uh, it's opening day, I think, so... (laughs) Yeah, good night folks.